Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer, and welcome to the virtual CISO Moment Wrap-Up for Friday, May 20th, 2022. First two articles today come from helpnetsecurity.com. They're both related to remote work. Of course, remote work has expanded significantly because of COVID, and likely a significant portion of that is going to stay. First article notes that attackers are seizing on the opportunities that remote work the remote work environment has created. Of course, while there's probably going to be some measure of returning to the office environment, there's not going to be the same environment that there was before. There's certainly going to be much more remote work. And the article notes that 52% of the respondents that accelerated digital transformation projects as part of changing the corporate landscape 42% increased customer portal support for remote engagement, 30% moved apps to third-party cloud cloud providers, and 26%, unfortunately, or or fortunately, depending upon how you look at it, shuttered physical offices for good. So all these changes meant the additions of VPNs and firewalls, and we've got a lot of BYOD, and this becomes a bit of a headache to manage. It's causing this hybrid workforce is causing greater concerns with data leakage, ransomware, and attacks through remote access and cloud services. The second article, also from helpdebtsecurity.com, notes that 65% of respondents to a recent survey uh, from IT help desk teams report an unsustainable levels of stress. And of course, this is related much to the increased remote environment. Some specifics, 94% of respondents say that their help desk function has been impacted by hiring challenges, retention issues, and or skill shortages over the past 12 months. As a result, 67% report challenges with maintaining IT support goals. So these items combined are causing much stress in the, particularly with the work from home in the Uh, IT help desk that support the work from home environment, almost to the point of seemingly to create an unsustainable environment. The next set of articles, three articles, are, are dealing with ransomware. And the first one comes from Tech Target. Iranian APT Cobot Mirage launching ransomware attacks. The article goes on to note that according to a SecureWorks researchers, that this Iranian-sponsored state group is melding government and financial interests by targeting U.S. institutions and organizations with ransomware attack. And this is from a blog post that they SecureWorks had out actually this past week. In both cases, the Iranian APT is looking to grab low-hanging fruit. The hackers looked into breaking into networks using the well-publicized proxy shell and log4j vulnerabilities, things that have been around for some time, including some Fortinet security flaws that date back to 2020. The second article on ransomware comes from the Hacker News, and this is also dealing with ransomware, obviously. It's back to Conti, and in this particular case, the... Conti ransomware gang is threatening to overthrow the new Costa Rican government because of ransomware. Specifically to quote, we are determined to overthrow the government by means of a cyber attack. We have already shown you all the strength and power. We have our insiders in your government. We are also working on gaining access to your other systems. 
you have no other options but to pay us. Apparently, the group is asking for 20 million United States dollars in return for the decryption key to unlock their systems. Finally, an article from Yahoo Finance talks about a Veeam survey regarding ransomware organizations that have been affected by ransomware. From their survey, 76% of those who were infected with ransomware actually paid the ransom. Now, an interesting statistic with that is that uh, roughly a third who actually paid the ransom were still not able to recover their information. One of the things that the survey also points out is that 19% of the organizations that were affected by ransomware, they didn't have to pay the ransom because they were able to recover. So in 30 seconds, I'll have some thoughts about these articles and how they all tie together. I think many in the industry have been concerned about the effects of being remote and how that can introduce more vulnerabilities. And yet from CISO online or CSO online, excuse me, there's been a drop as far as the, what CISOs are feeling are their concerns with regards to ransomware and actually suffering a material cyber attack in the next year as well. Specifically with ransomware, only 28% of CISOs see the ransomware as one of the biggest threats. And that may or may not be correct, but I think that we've got some canary in the mine items starting to show themselves. And that is going to relate around employee stress. We already know that information security is a very stressful uh, endeavor, environment, career. But now we've got an issue with potentially our frontline workers, first line, who handle the help desk calls to deal with all of the different bring your own devices and configurations for remoting in to try to make sure that they're able to access and work the way that they would as if they were in the office. It's always been a stressful environment. I remember back in the day when I worked help desk and just fielding some of the simple questions over the phone where if we couldn't answer over the phone, it was just trivial to send a technician over to the office to take a look. And now that that's something that we can't do, and that's certainly increasing the stress more, I get very worried about that. And obviously, ransomware is not going away. There, I, I think the Costa Rican thing was very interesting from the standpoint that you know, we think about ransomware being something that's affecting maybe organizations, businesses where they're actually just trying to get a ransom or that trying to shut down critical infrastructure, um, such as the pipeline issue from not too long ago. But the political implications of ransomware, the idea of actually trying to shift the elections of a government based on a ransomware threat is disturbing. And yet, if I'm sure that Costa Rica probably has the same issue with regards to help desk burnout, information security, 
staff burnout. This is a problem. This is the canary in the mind that I was talking about. And the reason why I wanted to bring these five articles together, um, certainly the board needs to understand more about the cyber threats. We talked about that last week uh, with regards to the proposed regulations in the United States. And actually, around the same time, the, the, NC, the NACD also released their, and I believe that stands for National Association of Corporate Directors. They also released a response to the guidance coming up and in its essence um, pretty much saying that, yes, this is a something that is needed. If we don't have the proper controls in place, paying a ransom might be the least of our worries. Geopolitical shifts to favor ideologies, that's always been something. We've, there's always been web defacing attacks. Uh, I shouldn't say always, but you, I think you understand what I mean. Anonymous was a big was big in that in in going after uh, governments back in the ten years ago time frame. I believe that's when the term hackivist actually was coined. But when you're talking about a methodology to change governments, now we're talking a problem that has gone up in magnitude. So we need, as information security professionals and as small business owners, we need to understand that these threats, of course, are real, but that they can have implications beyond what we had originally thought. We'd love to know your thoughts. If you have any, just let me know. And until next time, which will be the Monday the Monday uh, quick strike, I'll have a few thoughts on, again, on the virtual CISO arena. A couple more thoughts about that coming up. Until that time, stay secure.